Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday, May 31st, the last day of May. That's right. Heading into June. It's starting to get hotter over here in Southern California. You gotta love it. That's right. How's everybody doing today, huh? Sure you smash that like thumbs up. Do all that stuff. Share the stream. Share the videos. Do all that too if you want. <sighs> but yeah, do that. Join if you want to become a member. Of course, get all the links down below. The sock mags, the Patreon, all that if you want to help out with that. Pirate ship, you know, every little bit helps. Yeah, what's going on this Nighthawk? Parents are diehard Top Gun fans. You saw Maverick and gave it a standing ovation. There you go. I'm telling you, and we're all just loving this movie. I'm just I'm thinking it's going to make a billion. What's going on, Ryan? What's going on, Mr. Jason? Good day to see ya. You shut up first. You shut up. Let's see. Everybody saying hi. What's going on, Jesse? we got, of course, Mr. Eric right here. With animation films, how you doing? How you doing? BT, yes. Gotham Night Show looks awesome. What are you talking about? I think it looks quality. Quality. Anyways, okay. Hoy hoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Always good to see you, sir. Always good to see you. That's right. Rocking that. Because I'm in that I'm in that I'm in that eighties like stranger things vibe going on this week. That's what I got going, yes. <laughs> Hashtag Hasn't bugged me yet. It's not bugging me yet. It's getting there. <laughs> All right. Howdy. What's going on, Miss Stephanie? Are you doing? Stephanie T. Good evening. Hi, me. Or Jamie, whichever you prefer. Good evening. No, I'm definitely going to have a great one. Giants are currently winning. Hopefully it stays that way. Who knows with them, though? Yes. What's going on, Miss Selena Kyle? Oh, uh, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. All right. Uh, yep, it's getting hot, getting hot. Why, thank you. Yes, I actually, you know, made it myself because they didn't make a shirt like this. Every time, yeah, I mean, that's that's one thing, you know, when it comes to uh, these superhero shirts, especially movie logos, anytime there was like an actual movie flash logo, it was huge. It's big. But I'm like, can I have it where it looks like, you know, how he has it and have a red shirt? Just saying. You know, hopefully when the movie comes out, we can, uh, you know, we can have something like that, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll ha we'll see what happens. Anyways. All right. Okay. Who else we got here? We got Captain Gator Girl. Uh, just his little, little over. Uh, wait, wait, what? So much that I chose to live over a sea otter cam from the. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I had to read that. I had to do a double take on that one, but thank you. I'll take that as a thank you. Yep, we got everybody here. All right. Ah, that's pretty much it. Rosemary's here, too. Good to see you, Rosemary. All right, people filing in right here. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be, uh, I mean, news has been kind of slow this week, but, uh, you know, and I was like, all right, what, what can be the main topic today? So we're going to talk about basically what we're going to talk about the Flash and the Black Adam productions, I guess you could say. And, you know, a little bit of struggles and something that something that people aren't really talking about when it comes to both of these films and uh, that I wanted to bring to, you know, a little bit of a 
attention to, the little bit of focus on, and something that I actually kind of heard, you know, out, you know, putting my ear out there that was kind of interesting. So wanted to talk a little bit about that because obviously there was some news about Ezra today as well. So I figured that would fit nicely into the main topic. We're going to talk about how racist you Star Wars fans are. Yeah, how dare you? Okay, how dare you? Just a bunch of racists out there. Fucking Star Wars. That's right. I bet you you want a white lightsaber. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, and then we're going to talk about this god-awful shit. <laughs> Gotham Knights. Yeah, yeah that, that trailer kind of softly released today. I don't know. And then I have not watched the Pinocchio trailer. So let's watch the Pinocchio trailer. Yes. So that's what we have on tap for today. Hey, Reyes here. Good to see you. Yes, do what she says. Hit that like thumbs up. Appreciate to see you there. All right. Yes. Hey, we got, of course, Mr. Jose right here. What up, people? Won't be able to watch the owner of the work watching me like a hawk. Ah, oh, jeez. So you actually have to do your job? How dare they? How dare they? How dare they? My God. Which I hate it when your job starts, like, making you want to do your job. <laughs> no, I appreciated that. Ah, why so racist? Explain that kind of, yeah, yeah, well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what was uh, said today when it came to all that. I think some people kind of suspected that that might end up being the case when it came to the new villain in Obi-Wan Kenobi. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens anyway. So, okay. So, uh, we're good. We're good. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So let's get to the tweets right here. See what's happening in the Twitter world, the Twitter sphere. Okay, oops, I always forget to turn that off. There we go. All right, here we go. All right, let's start off by this beautiful fucking poster right here. I love it when I, this stuff comes across my my timeline right here. I just love it. You know, somebody uh, took the time to make all this. Look at all this. Look at all the posters right there. All the little posters, the masks. You got the ring, you know, the girl coming out of the TV right there. Just there's so many things to look at right here. This is Xenomorph right there. I love the fact that Shaun of the Dead is incorporated in this right here. Gotta love that kind of stuff. Oops, crap. Did I just hit the wrong thing? I totally did. Hold on. Blah. Turn that back. All right, sorry. Meant to turn that on. Sorry. Hit the wrong thing. My mistake. And then, of course, uh, we got artwork right here from Ruiz. Uh, Bargo's art. This is pretty cool. The superhero evening post. Talking about Bane right here. <laughs> I mean, I just love stuff like this. And I like that the, the poster back there is essentially Bane breaking the back of Batman. But I don't think it's actually, you know, it's not actually Batman. But it very much has that cover that, you know, that Night's Fall cover. It's pretty cool. I like that. Hey, there's a legend right there. Who is Victor Creel? So, yeah, I mean, Hawkins High School. If you guys haven't watched Stranger Things yet, I mean, y'all, I mean, we, we all heard that. I mean, when you're going to do something, you're going to do like something and bring in like uh, icons like Robert England right here. You do it like they did in this season because when his character shows up, it's he fucking nails it. It's pivotal to the story, of course, and it's just it's pretty damn fantastic. And the fact that they were like, yeah, of course, we're going to have Robert England in uh, this season of uh, Stranger Things. So it's great. Absolutely great. And then, um, well, this isn't good. Carrie <laughs> uh, Fukunaga. If I, if I said his name right, he's uh, a little bit. Uh, he's in a little bit of trouble. 
apparently. Um, this is not the first time we've heard about this, but now it's gone to Rolling Stone. And uh, yeah, it says nearly a dozen production sources have described Kerry Fukunaga, if I'm saying his name right, probably not, as allegedly abusing his power on sets to pursue, to pursue multiple young women at once, including romantic advances that many found uncomfortable. So we got another sleaze bag here right here. And by the way, this is the guy who just directed like the, the last James Bond, right? I believe that's it. Yeah, No Time to Die. So uh, this is uh, never good. He needs to be stopped, sources say. So, yeah, we got another little dirt bag right here. Um, pretty much uh, director repeatedly crossed professional lines using his sets to openly pursue. See, I, don't, I mean, that, that's what's so weird about that. And I know that was very much a thing. It can't be a thing now. Man, when these guys use, I mean, when you're trying to make a film and you're hiring, you know, and we always hear about, uh, you know, the, the casting couch. Uh, it's just kind of crazy how this was like such a thing and it's like well nowadays it's like dudes you gotta just not do that hello i mean who knows obviously it's uh innocent you know innocent uh you know we got to prove them guilty of course but and it could be all who knows what the hell but when you have that many people coming out oof that usually is uh pretty interesting when it's that many people you know when it's you know maybe just a, a little bit amount maybe it's all bs but when there's like a lot of People that are a lot of women coming out. That is never good. So, and it sucks too because, I mean, my God, he's a talented director. He did a good job with No Time to Die and everything. So, but it seems like uh, if anything, any of this is actually true and, you know, he's going to get busted, he's never going to make a movie again. Jesus Christ, come on. But again, but again, let's get the sleaze balls out of Hollywood, man. Let's get the sleaze balls out of Hollywood. So, please. Please. And then check this out. This is exciting. This is exciting. I mean, I don't really know what's happening here, but Jesus Christ, I'm excited because this is the new series that's coming to uh, Netflix from the creators of Dark. And if you haven't watched Dark yet, do yourself a favor. Watch Dark. Yes, it's a German show, I believe. So you'll have to watch it either with subtitles or with the dub over it. But uh, very well made, very trippy. And when you want to talk about, you know, time travel, multiverse kind of stuff. Yeah, watch this show. It's got, you know, it's got a, it's got, it doesn't have a, well, I, it almost has a Stranger Things vibe. But then, no, it doesn't. <laughs> there's like a little bit of vibe to it. But then, no, there's not because it does, it's a pretty slow burn and it's not fully about kids. But there are some young people in there, of course. But yeah, so I'm excited for this. 1899 from the Creators of Dark. Love it. Can't wait. And then look at this cosplay right here. Now, this is how you do cosplay. Power Rangers cosplay. Dit, 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 dit. Come on. Look at that suit. It all just matches. It all just flows. Where are the other Rangers? This guy did a fantastic job. And I like that little picture right at the end there, too. It's like, all right, I'm done posing. I'm going to have myself um, I'm gonna have myself a coffee or a tea or whatever the hell it is. Really good shot right there. Got to love it. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the most watched Disney Plus original series premiere globally to date. Gee, I wonder why. Why is that? Is it because for the last, like, decade and a half or whatever, everybody kept on asking, hey, Ewan McGregor, are you going to be coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi? Are you coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi? When are you going to come back as Obi-Wan Kenobi? And he kept on saying, I don't know. I mean, I definitely am open to it and blah, blah, blah. You know, for how many years? How many years? 
that Obi-Wan, I mean, you want to talk about, I mean, yeah, we all felt sorry for Andrew Garfield when he had to constantly just be like, nope, I don't know. I'm not, well, I mean, he had a flat out lie, but you know, when it came to Ewan McGregor, he had a flat out, just kind of go, I don't, and he probably was having conversations, but it just nothing ever came, you know, came from those, but yeah, everybody's been waiting for the return of Obi-Wan Kenobi, so this makes total sense that the series was the most watched Disney Plus original series premiere to date, globally. Just shows you right there. Shows you right there. They knew they were. this was going to be huge. And, you know, we'll talk about certain things that came, you know, out of this whole thing. So, but yeah, totally makes sense. Obi-Wan Kenobi, just, you know. Of course, it's going to be huge. going to be huge. Hopefully they don't drop the ball. This is pretty cool, Ghostbusters fans. Songwriter and legendary R&B artist Ray Parker Jr. gets documentary treatment called, and they're going to title it, Who Are You Going to Call? So, I mean, obviously there's a big portion of the documentary we'll probably be talking about creating that iconic theme that is uh, the Ghostbusters theme. But, you know, he did a lot more than just that, but that's pretty cool. But I love the fact that they're actually going to title this documentary, who you going to call? Really like that. That's cool. And then look at this, guys. Hashtag release that Ayer cut for the love of God. Yeah, David Ayer. David Ayer posting this little sad face right here. Uh, we got the Ayer cut, the cut Ayer uh, Twitter. Videos like this would have never existed if we saw David Ayer's true film to begin with. Uh, to begin with. And, of course, hashtag release the Ayer cut. Uh, first off, I mean, the first, my first reaction when I saw this tweet, the air cut tweet, at least was the fact that, um, I was like, why are you tagging, da why are you tagging David Ayer, you know, on shit like this? Because when I mean, you look at the screenshot, it says suicide squad, the worst superhero movie ever made, which, you know, that's so fucking stupid. I always hate that. I always hate that hyperbole of like, Oh, it's the worst thing I ever saw, man. It's fucking dumb. It's like, I can't, I've never seen anything worse than that. It's like, yes, you have. Shut the fuck up. I always hate that shit. But then secondly, I was kind of going, huh, but this is a way, you know, this could be a crafty little way that David Ayer is looking at this. Um, and um, I'm kind of wondering, I'm kind of wondering, Jesse, was this possibly maybe a little bit coordinated? And the fact that David Ayer is kind of going like, well, I got I've told you guys, I've told you guys that, yes. When it comes to what's happening with WBD and Dave Zaslav, how everything's very tight right now when it comes to budgets, things are not on the table that we wish were on the table, such as the air cut. Not exactly on the table, but we could still try to, you know, boost up some of those numbers, those analytics when it comes to hashtag release the air cut. And then maybe, just maybe, Mr. David Ayer might be in the near future pitching the fact that, hey, it's out there, and this could be part of the pitch, too, because if you look at this screenshot, and you look at this screenshot, first off, fuck the title. But look what, well, look what the first comment says right here. I hate when a movie, starts, a movie starts with a rap song to introduce the black character. That was hilarious. We got to remember. We got to remember when it comes to the Ayer cut, that's not what David Ayer wanted. Okay, The beginning was all fucked up, and all the music that was added, that was not his choice. Because they wanted to make it like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what they wanted to do. And yes, there's a lot of things where it's like, yeah, you have a rap song and then you're going to introduce Deadshot. Okay, smart. 
you might as well just had Will one of Will Smith's songs, just you know, just getting jiggy with it, na 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 na, or something like that, while we're showing Deadshot. You might as well just, if you're gonna be on the nose, just be on the nose, you know, just like the whole Killer Croc thing, and he wanted to have a TV, and he wanted BET. I mean, come on, yeah, that's uh, that's lovely, um, you know, Jeff Johns right there, trying to be like, hey guys, yeah, I know, I know how to write for black characters. Jesus Christ, fucking idiot, but. I almost kind of think that, you know, this is part of the pitch, kind of part of the pitch. It's like he wanted to get that out there because part of his pitch will be like, hey, you remember how we had kind of like this subtle, weird shit where you have a rap song introducing a black character and then you had, that wasn't my idea. That's not how the movie was supposed to be starting, okay? It's supposed to be a little different. You know, first off, there is a composer that did a score for this movie, and so there's a lot more of that in there. So even though... You know, it's like, hey, hey, don't don't listen to the haters. But at the same time, I'm kind of wondering if this was part of like, hey, this is like a pitch. It's like a pitch to be like, hey, you know, this would look better if, uh, you know, so and so. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just me using trying to use my brain when it came to this whole thing. So uh, anyways, who knows? I know. Who knows? I don't know if it's like if that's the re- if that's actually the thing. I don't know. Like I said, it just was uh, something that he tweeted out today. But yes, make sure you guys are pumping up those numbers for at least the air cut. Let's try to do that for at least the next six months. Anyways, um, and then speaking of uh, you know premieres and everything like that, we got of course um, Stranger Things four has been watched by two hundred and eighty six point seven nine has been watched for 286.79 million hours right there. Um, and thank you, uh, what is that, Teague? Teague, are you a Street Fighter fan? Oh, there you go. Thank you for the $5 Super Chat. And how do you feel about the new art direction? Uh, I'm not, I was more of a Mortal Kombat fan, to be honest. I was more of a Mortal Kombat fan growing up, but I do like Street Fighter, and I do. Um, I don't, I don't, I'll have to, like, uh, look up and see what the new arts and what that's looking like. I mean, I've always been a fan of the way the old style always looked like when it came to that. But, uh, again, thank you for the uh, $5 super chat. Stranger Things 4, yes. So, a lot of people watched it, of course. Best debut weekend for an English language series. So, what, it didn't beat out uh, Squid Game, I'm guessing? <laughs> Is that what happened? But, uh, you know, still did, still did, uh, well, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of easy when all your fucking episodes are fucking movies. I mean, every episode is over an hour and then it starts getting to like an hour and 20, hour and 30. Yeah, it's very easy for it to rack up, obviously, that many hours. But the thing is, at least people are staying engaged with the show because let's face it, the show is fucking awesome. You know, you so you heard my review last night. Of course, we'll talk about that. Top, hey, Tom Cruise tweeted out, or somebody, uh, somebody in his temple that he runs, um, tweeted this out. Uh, Tom Cruise, thank you to everyone who saw Top Gun Maverick and helped make it a, a historic opening weekend. So he tweeted that out today. Good on him. Uh, and then here's the here's the uh, here's the Quentin Tarantino thing. For his own homosexuality. <laughs> That's that I've what told Top people about, about this, man. You've got Maverick. All right, he's on the edge, man. He's right on the... Uh, we don't need to listen to that, but I've talked to... Yeah, it'll make you look at Top Gun in a totally different uh, light when it comes to that. that but yeah, there's the Qu- Quentin Tarantino clip where he uh, he talks about the um, homoeroticism that's that's in uh, Top Gun, as if you didn't see it already. But anyways, Russ, Russ is already banned. 
Uh, thank you, Ben Affleck's double chin wins the live watch for the Batman. Oh, yeah, I know. We got to do that. We should do another uh, charity event and watch the Batman. I think that should be coming up sometime this summer. I think we'll definitely do that. We'll do another charity event because I thought that was really cool last time when we watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. Thank you. Thank you for the $2 super chat. You're awesome. All right. Uh, Sadie, if, am I saying her name right? Sadie, Sadie, Sadie Sink. Of course, she plays Max in Stranger Things. She actually is going to be in Darren Aronofsky's The Whale from A24. So that's cool. She's getting more work. I mean, she fuck, she put her performance in this season has been just top fucking notch. I mean, she was always a very likable character. But man, this season has been just her and that episode four, chapter four, that ending. Holy shit. Holy shit. Really well done. Need more redheads, right? She could play probably a young Amy Adams in something, maybe. Um, or in uh, Jenna Fisher or I don't know. Something like that. Anyways. But yes, Stranger Things 4 Volume 2 will be released in 31 days. The fact that they put aliens right, an alien face right there, that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if that means anything, of course. But yeah, uh, you know, good on good on Netflix. I mean, they're they have a little bit of a you know money problem happening right now, so they're like, okay, we're gonna release part of it right now, and then we're gonna make sure that everybody has a yet another you know monthly subscription <laughs> go through before we post the other part. You have to do that. You got to try to get us you know much bang for your buck when you poured thirty million per episode for your top series right here, which, you know, power to them. That's a business decision. That's a smart one, as opposed to all the green light shit that they fucking put out there. Hey, Arby's has a burger now, guys, and it's a Wagyu burger. That's crazy. But why the fuck? All right, now this is random because I like Arby's, and I remember hearing that they, they were going to have some kind of burger. But why the fuck? If you're going to have a burger, if you're going to have a burger, Arby's, or Hardee's, whatever the fuck. I mean, I think Hardee's does. They're kind of like Carl's Jr. Anyways, but Arby's. Strictly roast beef sandwiches, right? That's their thing. Arby's, roast beef sandwiches. Why the fuck do you not have roast beef on your burger? Or at least have another option. You know how delicious that would be? Can you imagine having a Wagyu steakhouse burger and you have a little bit of roast, you have some slices of roast beef on top of it too? Come on. Okay? Let's get that protein on there, man. How do you not have that? I mean, they eventually they have to have that, right? Anyways, I'm hungry now. God damn it. And happy birthday to the penguin, a.k.a. Colin Farrell. Um, he, uh, that's a good shot right there. I like that. But, yeah, it's Colin Farrell's birthday. He's like 46 years old, I think, today. So that's cool. I like this tweet. Legacy sequel's done right. As a, you know, legacy sequel. Uh, Blade Runner, of course, 2049 was great. Uh, Creed was great. And then, of course, um, you know, um, God damn it. <laughs> I'm totally drawing a blank. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Dr. Sleep. Sorry. Jeez. I was like, bleep, bleep, shut, bleep, bleep. man, totally brain farted that one. But yes, legacy sequels done right. Some other ones have been done right, too, like Mad Max Fury Road. That's, you know, that's a technically kind of, I guess. Jennifer Conley, Penny right there. There you go. That's all you need to watch. Um, to watch Top Gun Maverick. She plays Penny, who gets mentioned twice in the whole thing. So many people got fooled by this. So many people got fooled by this. This was funny. Because uh, I, 
uh, this got dropped somewhere, and I and I and I started reading the the comments, the quote tweets, and everything. Literally, people think that this is uh, what Two Face is going to look like in Gotham Knights. Nope, that is in fact Dark Man. <laughs> that is Dark Man, and not the Liam Neeson version. <laughs> yeah. So somebody posted that, and there are so many people that got fooled by this. It was hilarious. It's hilarious. You just go down. There's 94 quote tweets, and they all believe that this is what Two-Face is going to look like in Gotham Knights. Um, I don't think we're going to ever see Two-Face in Gotham Knights, <laughs> to be honest. I really don't. Uh, after seeing that trailer, doesn't seem like, uh, doesn't seem like it's going to probably last. Zavzlob's going to be like, fuck, what are you guys doing to me? Anyways. All right, speaking of superhero shit and productions, let's talk about Black Adam and The Flash. Man, these two movies, it's been crazy when it comes to, when you, when you think about it, when you think about The Flash and Black Adam, it's kind of crazy to think about how long it's taken these movies to actually get to production, get to principal photography or whatever the hell. It's crazy to think how long it's taken. I mean, Dwayne Johnson's been trying to get this movie for going for like the past, like what, over 10 years, over a decade, something like that. And then, of course, naturally, they probably always wanted to do a Flash movie. But then, of course, when they finally introduce the Flash and BBS and then, of course, Justice League, it was like, all right, now you got to do the solo movies. And I remember that lovely slate that had everyone have a solo movie. It was looked like it was going to be fantastic. The Flash movie was originally what slated for 2018 or was it 19? Something like that. I don't know. How many directors? You know, we had Rick. We had uh, Shane Graham. What's his name? We had Chris Lord and um, Phil. Oh, no, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were attached to it at one point. All kinds of things. All production um, struggles. Ezra has been there from the beginning trying to get this thing going, too, which is partly, I think, is why Ezra is going through the struggles that, it, that he's going through. I mean, it's just that's just part of it. Um, but luckily, um, this was released today from Flash from the Flash uh, movie news. Ezra Miller recording ADR for The Flash in L.A. Apparently that's happening this week. So that's something new that came about right there. Is uh, He's in L.A. and he's doing some ADR. Okay, that's good. That's good. At least we're at the ADR stage. Kind of wondering if any reshoots happen or any reshoots are going to happen in the next few months. Obviously they have more than a year. And uh, naturally, these movies always have reshoots. And what's happening right now when it comes to Black Adam is there's a lot, you know, there's some hefty reshoots happening right there. And why is that the case? Well, I mean, apparently when it comes to this is what I wanted to compare the Flash. Why I wanted to compare the Flash and Black Adam is the fact that look at the reactions between the test screenings. Yes, I know test screenings suck and whatever the fuck, but it's just part of the whole thing when it comes to these big movies. The Flash got a positive reaction, not so much Black Adam. So that's what's kind of interesting that, a lot, you know, there's more people that are looking forward to Black Adam than The Flash, it seems, at least in like, you know, certain circles, it seems like everybody's like, fuck The Flash, we don't want to see The Flash, you know, cancel it, whatever, and of course they call it that stupid name and everything, you know, and then people are actually looking forward to Black Adam, but it's just kind of funny because... Positive reactions for the Flash movie, which, you know, partly has to do with, you know, that, you know, that uh, that Michael Keaton guy and possibly that Ben Affleck guy, too. You know, there's a lot of things that are happening, a lot of heroes and a lot of craziness that's going on there. So you can kind of see how that's the case when it comes to Black Adam, though. What's interesting about that is, I mean, we're getting 
characters that we haven't seen on the big screen in the Justice Society. You know, that's something fairly new. I mean, obviously, DC fans know who these, you know, Dr. Fate and all these guys are that are going to be involved with, uh, with the movie. So maybe when it comes to a general audience, they're not going to receive it as much. But, you know, from, from what I was told... Um, that part of the reason why, though, I can't, apparently, I mean, like I said, take it with a grain of salt, is Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Apparently, um, there's some tone problems, tonal problems when it comes to his Black Adam and, you know, and I, and what's funny about that is go, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I could kind of see it, even though what we saw at DC Fandom, that little tease, that little opening scene where we see Black Adam show up and he takes out all those dudes, it was badass. But at the same time, and I've seen people have gripes about this a little bit too, is like, you know, Black Adam, yeah, I mean, you could try to go the anti-hero route, but at the same time, he's still a villain. He's still a bad, he's still a bad person. So are they going to really try to push like the fact that no he's an anti-hero he's actually good you know he's really good and stuff like that because let's face it Dwayne Johnson doesn't play villains now he's playing a villain and I think this is what's gonna this is the difficult part is the fact that it's like yeah you have to be more you know of a villain than uh, and then an anti-hero I guess you could say and then maybe some people didn't like the fact that he didn't have the look of Black Adam no pointy ears and whatever the hell you know it's just there's some things there so I don't know. It's uh, it's 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 hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Like I said, that's just what I was like when I was hearing about when I was hearing about the screenings and uh, and uh, what was uh, being said about the the test screenings is the fact that yeah, maybe Dwayne Johnson is a little bit in over his head because and what's funny about that is you have the Flash. You have the Flash with its production struggles, especially right now with Ezra and what's happening, what's been happening with Ezra, all the Hawaii stuff, which, you know, more to come on that. That's going to be, of course, happening. You have all that happening right there. And it's just like everybody's just going, you know, fuck Ezra. He needs to be recast. Let's just do that. And then you got the ultimate movie star over here that's trying to get his movie going. And... All the bullshit aside about everything, when it comes to just audiences going in and doing the test screening, they're they're saying The Flash is good and Black Adam not so much. Interesting. It's just interesting. I was just kind of looking at all of that, and especially when I look at my timeline, is everybody's more looking forward to the Black uh, Black Adam than The Flash. You know, I'm I'm kind of well, I'm looking forward to everything, but I'm. Looking forward to the Flash because I'm I just want to know what what's going to be happening in this movie and of course he's one of my all time favorite characters you know and I've been wanting this Flash movie of course forever so um, so yeah I'm I'm more on the side of like man I'm kind of more looking forward to the Flash than Black Adam but I'm still very much looking forward to Black Adam but it's just very interesting to to look at it from that and I'm kind of curious because what what do we got like uh, a little over a week we're gonna get the official Black Adam trailer so. That trailer hopefully is going to show some, you know, hopefully it doesn't get some backlash when it comes to certain things in there. And they're like, man, Black Adam's just like a fucking he's an he's a hero. What the hell is going on with that? I think some people might be disappointed in that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's all about your interpretation of these characters. Some people might be like, yeah, it should be an antihero full on and have, you know, the good. But then some people are like, no, nah, he should just be a full on. He should be a full on villain taking on Shazam and everything. And we all want to see that, too. We want to see. Black Adam take on Shazam, and we want to see him take on Superman, which hopefully that could happen. I mean, come on. 
Dwayne Johnson and Henry Cavill, represented by the same person. But hopefully, you know, with all the changes that are happening, of course, in uh, in uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, you know, we could something can happen where that could just end up happening and it'd be all said and done and we could get that battle that or whatever the hell. So I don't know. We'll see. But that's yeah, just something I wanted to talk about right there, which is very interesting. I mean, I want to see it all. I'm hoping it's all good. But yeah, it's just kind of funny that with all the bullshit that's been happening with the Flash, the test screenings were high. They were good. They were highly positive. And there hasn't been any reshoots yet. I'm sure there will be. But there hasn't been any quite yet, which is interesting. I'm sure when they happen, of course, it'll blow up everywhere and people will be like, it's doomed. Again, everybody's all doom and gloom. But of course, right now, I don't know if the reshoots are still going. I don't know if like the last uh, Dwayne Johnson post when he talked about the uh, the premiere of the trailer, if that was like the last bit of shooting when he did the shooting on the throne and everything. He, he was doing the shitting on the throne, you know. Hey, you know, heroes got a shit too. Uh, no, the Black Adam throne. Yeah, that's got to be a wicked uh, ancient toilet. Anyways, um, now I'm just kind of wondering, like, you know, was that the last of it? But I would not be surprised we hear about flash reshoots. But at the same time, we have Ezra Miller not doing so well. I mean, hopefully he's doing well right now. Another thing I heard, too, is, yes, he is receiving help as he is now back in L.A., as well as they are, you know, whatever. Um, so hopefully that'll help. And if they have to do reshoots, he can get back in shape, get back in the suit and do those reshoots. I mean, I can only imagine that the reshoots would probably take place on a soundstage or whatever. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, it's going to be curious to see when we uh, if we hear about those reshoots. But there you go. That's what I wanted to just do when I talk about that. Talk about um Comparing the productions of both of these movies. That's what I'm talking about. What's going on, Nicotina? Andre, how's it going, bud? All right, so enough of the flash talk. Enough of flashing. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah. Anyways, okay, so hopefully everything works out, and hopefully that trailer for Black Adam is dits. Hopefully it's uh, dits. All right, Star Wars fans, why are you so racist? Huh? Who's out there who's like in the, who says they're in the Star Wars fandom? Why are you so racist, huh? No, yeah, this is, um, this is what was uh, talked about today. Um, and, of course, there's an interesting reaction to all this because, well, I mean, obviously we got the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and uh, we just, of course, heard that it was the most watched premiere of Disney Plus history, I guess you could say. And... Uh, one of the biggest gripes that people have is the fact of uh, of Reva, the character who is, of course, played by. Uh, let me. What, up, up, here we go. Uh, Mo, uh, her name is Moses Ingram. 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 And uh, so you know, it was just kind of like a lot of people. It wasn't a. It had nothing to do with skin color or anything like that. It's just the fact that yeah, character's not written that well. Hopefully the character gets better. I mean, that was one of my gripes, too. I thought even the uh, Grand Inquisitor wasn't that great either. I mean, I thought it was like, okay, um, we'll see if that gets better. But the villains are pretty weak. But we're still waiting for the ultimate villain that's, you know, going to be showing up, obviously. But, uh, yeah, so when it comes to this, naturally, um, yes, I mean, <laughs> you know, every fandom. See, this is the thing. This is the thing about fandom. Um, it's the fact that there's always... There's always so much positivity in every fandom. Every fandom 
has a lot of positivity. But then you have always the negative. There's always going to be a little small just cesspool of just people that just want to troll, people that just want to say whatever the fuck because they're hiding behind their keyboards and everything. So there always is going to be something like that. Hey, Jason McKenzie with the $50 super chat. Love you, sir. Love you a lot. Thank you for that. I appreciate it, man. You're awesome. Cheers to you. If you have a drink in your hand, I don't have one. But, um, ooh, itchy nose. But anyways, going back to what I was saying. Oh, man, I feel a sneeze coming on. Come on. Where are you at? Where are you at? Okay. Sorry. It was getting there. It was getting there. Anyways, so there's always going to be that section. Sure. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that, of course, she, she didn't get when I guess she, she posted a video and she got and she posted some things that were showing some, you know, yeah, some not so great shit. Yeah, naturally. It's just what happens. But the fact of the matter is that when the Star Wars social media decided to just like, you know, totally put it out there and put it on display and posted this right here, uh, we are proud to welcome Moses Ingram to the Star Wars family and excited for Reva's story to unfold. If anyone intends to make her feel in any way unwelcome, we have only one thing to say. We resist. And then they followed it up. There are more than 20 million sentient, uh, sentient species in the Star Wars gal uh, galaxy. Don't choose to be a racist. And yeah, and most people aren't. Most people in the Star Wars fandom aren't. Now, this kind of reminds me a little bit of what happened in uh, you know 2016 when Ghostbusters came out. We all know how a lot of us feel about that. I was not a fan, being a Ghostbusters fan myself. I did not like the movie, but it wasn't because I hate women, you know. And they and, and I even called that then that okay if if uh, it doesn't do well at the box office, they're gonna blame you know misogyny. And sure enough, they did, and they still kind of do. But you know, it's kind of funny. But I'm not saying. But also, when, when it comes to all this, I'm not saying that there wasn't shit that was said that was misogynist about that movie. Of course, there is. But it's, you know, it's a small part. When stuff like this happens and they blow it up like this, they make it seem like half the fandom are fucking piece of shit bigots. That's what's bad about this. It's like, you know, we always talk about, you know, when it comes to the Snyder fandom, you always have those bad apples that end up, you know, when, when, when other people call it the Snyder cult and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, because, you know, they've got that small, they got that small little sanction that it just, the, you know, pieces of shit. They just want to say whatever the fuck they want to say because, again, they're hiding behind their keyboards. And then it gets blown up. It gets big time blown up, and it makes it seem like it's at least half the fandom. It really – that's just what happens. That's just what happens. Um, you're confused, Rosemary? Well, basically, um, Moses Ingram, she did a video. Uh, uh, she did a video, and she talked about how she was getting racist comments. Yes. And, you know, no doubt that she did. She showed some of them. But, you know, the, one of the things that we do is we always emphasize the negative so much when there's so much positivity. And then my feeling is is sometimes, you know, that these studios and whatever, when they realize that, hey, you know, something people are not really liking, like a certain character and blah, 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 they, they immediately want to do some kind of social thing where it's like, oh, it's got to be because of this. She's a woman or she's black or she's whatever. You know, they immediately resort to that. And it's like, no, no, some of us just don't fucking talk to your writers. It's not that good of a character, right? At least right now, you know? It has nothing to do with anything else. But then, of course, they put it all on blast, and now it's like, hey, you got Star Wars fans going, what the fuck, you know? 
Uh, but I know Star Wars Phantom is pretty shitty, and they've done, you know, some shitty stuff. I mean, this goes all the way back to the Jake Lloyd thing, man. That poor kid didn't stand a chance. And that was before social media, okay? And he didn't turn out well. That sucks. Hayden Christensen got a bunch of fucking hate, too. Tons of hate. Death threats, too. Of course, they talk about death threats, which is funny because... That's just a common thing when it comes to if you're in the spotlight and we're all connected to social media stuff, you're going to get those messages. I've gotten death threats, for God's sakes. I've gotten those before, you know? You get that shit because people are just fucking dumb out there. But Hayden Christensen was getting that shit, you know, before that too. But luckily he's been redeemed this time. But I don't think, like, the Star Wars fandom is, like, full on, like, you know, like, got, like, like half of them are fucking bigots. I mean, I think everybody was pretty okay with like some, you know, some of the other characters too. So it's just kind of, it's just, just like that weird thing. I mean, obviously you got the geeks of gamers guys that are totally having a field today with this naturally because they hate everything new that's Star Wars and, but they can't stop making, of course, videos about it because that's their niche. They found that niche of just like, ah, you know, everything is woke. So, you know, you got that niche over here and then you got this over here of the people, you know, over here that it's just like more people more people were commenting about how cruel the the star wars fandom is more than actually showing the crazy messages that were being sent to her that's what was kind of funny and you see a lot of that stuff too it's like you see more people just just commenting and talking about the fandom as a whole pretty much about this story and doing all that more than you actually see given examples of what exactly was sent and said and what people are actually saying out there too. That's what, that's, what's also weird too. It's like, all right, can we have some, what exactly was being said and everything? And you know, it's always going to be there. That's what sucks. It's always going to be there. And yes, I know it shouldn't be. It definitely shouldn't be. There's a lot of things that shouldn't be, but sometimes it just is. But what we tend to do, as a, as a people on this fucking social media society that we live in, it was we always focus too much on the negative, not enough on the positive. I know people that are like this, you know, when they're social media and stuff like that, and people who read comments, hell, I've read comments, I see shit. I, I'll sometimes scroll through my comments, I'll see negative shit. It doesn't phase me, it doesn't. Even in my uh, Twitter, it doesn't phase me. I'll say, you know, someone the other day, I think it was yesterday, said I'm a wanker and a dickhead or something like that because apparently I'm not doing enough for the Snyderverse, the Restore Snyderverse. And all I did was go like, well, hey, buddy, you can just unfollow me. And he was like, oh, yeah, I thought I already was. I'm like, well, there you go. Problem solved. See you later. That's how I handled it. It's like, all right, he took the time to say some shit that, you know, I'm a dickhead and a wanker or whatever the fuck. And I was just like, oh, you can just unfollow me and you don't have to see my shit anymore. Hey, you can block or mute. There's a lot of tools out there. It'll help you not see that shit. So anyways, that's just my little spiel about all that. Uh, yeah, I know it's true. I know it's true, Russ. I am a wanker and a dickhead. They knew that. Yep. Up, 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 up. There you go. Somebody get rid of it. Somebody get. There you go. We got a bot in here, of course. Ah. <sighs> Has done far. Yeah, I know. It's just the way it happens. There's just people that that just want to see just like the Joker. They just want to see the world burn. And the fact that see the thing that I don't like about the fact that all the Star Wars social media was putting this on blast is this is exactly what these trolling motherfuckers wanted. They wanted this. They you played into their hands. That's the thing. So now when the you know, she's probably going to get sent more 
vitriol shit and whoever's going to get cast next that is a character of color is going to get blasted even more because it's, you're just feeding the trolls by putting it on big time display like this and it's like no nobody's saying going hey recast or anything like that it's like geez but they had to jump on this probably mainly because people were just not liking the character it's okay to not like the character it's just talk to your fucking writers man that's all all right enough of that enough of talking about you racist star wars fans Let's talk about Gotham Knights. Oh, geez. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, I don't even want to play the trailer. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't want to play the trailer. Um, it's, I mean, it, I, part of the reason why I don't want to play the trailer, well, first off, it's fucking terrible. Um, and secondly, it's because it's like, it got like softly, like, I don't know, it was like a soft release. Flaccid you know semi i don't know it's weird because uh yeah i mean if <laughs> if anybody wanted to it's a it's a long trailer too it's a very long trailer um if anybody wanted to i mean i never watched riverdale but they it seems to me like uh they really took uh the riverdale template the riverdale riverdale template and then were like hey guess what this takes place in gotham we got some familiar faces that some of the diehards will know. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of mention of Batman in this trailer. There's going to be some mention of Batman in this trailer. Ugh, it's so bad. Man, I don't know. I just have, there's just, I, the only reason why I'm not like fully like, I, oh man, I guess we could show it. Yeah, we might as well, huh? Let's watch how bad this is. Let's watch. It's It's been officially released. Yeah. I just remember one time I got a copyright strike for the Titans trailer because it wasn't supposed to be officially released or something like that, and they got me on that, which is dumb. <laughs> uh. yep. Just talking. Thanks. Harry, we have a trick together? Right, sorry. Oh, somebody broke into the goods. So, as you can see, it's very stuff? much like, oh, it. okay, American Pie it's presents. choices. Everybody relax. I got this. Harvey. Turner. Harvey Dent. Hey, there he is. He's dead. Dun, dun, dun. I have to ask you. Did you know he was Batman? You don't have to keep the secret any longer. It must be a relief. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. The struggles. Look at that mean My face. My father believed that each of us could become a light and bring a new dawn to Gotham. Can't imagine what you must be going through. I am. Well, I'm trying to get these cuffs on done, it's not I can't prove we're not killers by killing someone. We have to stick together, find who really killed my dad, and clear our names. This group of because we all deserve justice. Harry Kelly. Hunt down these fugitives. They'll be looking for us in every alley, every dark. Pretty much Harvey Dent was not Tuesdays when Batman was around. Ugh. God, that looks bad. It just looks really bad. But what were we expecting, you know? It is CW. We weren't expecting anything less right there. Uh, no, it's not Harvey Bullock. It's Harvey Dent. <laughs> That's the thing. It's Harvey fucking Dent. But, yeah, um, this one slipped past the merger. I have a feeling that if this was later in production, Zaslav would have axed it. And I have a feeling that he still might, he's still holding his axe. He's like, 
he's waiting. He's like, he, and he's probably seen the reaction on social media. Like, what, what are people saying? Oh, they're saying it looks awful. Well, puts it over his shoulder. I guess I'll go over to the studio and see what happens. You know, he's just, he's, yeah. I don't, th- I don't see this lasting a season. That's why I said we're not going to even probably see Harvey Dent turn into Two-Face, which is weird because he wasn't Two-Face when Batman was around. I don't know. But then again, who knows? Maybe Batman's not dead. That whole thing, ah, fucking crazy. But, yeah, it just looks bad. They took, they like canceled River, Riverdale, and now they just took the Riverdale concept or whatever the teenage concept, put it into this, and it's just like, ugh. You know, it's like, all right, I don't need to watch this. I'll just play the video. I just play the game that's coming out. I'd rather just play the game because that seems like, you know, that's going to be something pretty legit to uh, the source, the source material, not this fucking, you know, 90210 bullshit. <sighs> God damn. Just looks terrible. All right. Pinocchio. So, who's watched the Pinocchio trailer? I have not watched it. It's a teaser trailer. It's not that long. Coming to Disney Plus, which is weird. I would have thought they would have released this in theaters, but here we go. I haven't watched it yet. Let's see what this is all about. Of course, it got Tom Hanks as Geppetto, so there's at least that plus. that brought you every fucking animated film that you know what it is. Wait, Disney did Lion King? What? Fuck, I get it. See, Robert Zemeckis. I mean, you know, at least we got Zemeckis. Never a smart man. He's got a better mustache than me. Star light, star bright. First star I see tonight. I wish I may. I wish I might. Have the wish I wish tonight. When you wish upon a star. Pinocchio. I just saw like the what's her name kind of do the hey now you're gonna be alive. Wow. The teasing Pinocchio, you know, Pinocchio teaser did not show Pinocchio really, but there was a poster that came out that shows Pinocchio walking. I mean, it looks like you know just a live action Pinocchio. Cool. I mean, doesn't look bad. No, doesn't look bad. Looks fairly decent. And again, Robert Zemeckis, Tom Hanks. So I'm kind of going, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll watch it. I'll watch it when it comes to uh, Disney Plus. You know, I actually I actually thought it was going to be worse than that. I will say that. I actually thought it was going to be a little bit more like, oh, is Tom Hanks going to be over the top? Is it going to be? But no, that actually looked it looks fairly decent. It actually does. 
Um, I'm kind of I'm looking forward to uh, what Guillermo del Toro's version of Pinocchio. I think that's coming to Netflix, right? Which is of course would be a darker version, but um, no, that looks that looks fine. When you wish upon a star, come on. All right then. Enough with the topics. Let's go ahead and go to the tweets, Twitter questions. See what you guys have to say on Twitter. Make sure that everything's all good. Let's see. Okay. Uh-oh. Can you imagine now? Uh, all right. Here we go. Okay. Let's do this. All right, Mr. Eric Blake. Yo, Dave, the ultimate favorite actor question. If the only thing you could ever watch for the rest of your life was the filmography of a single actor, who would you pick? I hate those questions. Stop asking me those questions. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Cruise, <laughs> maybe, because he has nothing but blockbuster movies. Uh, Devin Wooter. Dave, I just watched the trailer, man. Damn, it's so bad. It's so bad that, why? what the fuck? It looks like Riverdale. My apologies for swearing, but man, that that TV show looks bad. Don't give me one. Don't give me one. I'm going to give you a chance, but this trailer looks off for me. Do, do, do you? Okay. Uh, yes, I mean, I pretty much drilled into it. The girl represents Dave's feelings and long-standing ovations. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it was this, oh, yeah, this was at the uh, the Elvis premiere where they were giving, like, a, a fucking, hey, look who's behind, look, who the, look who's behind him. Is that Toby? That's Toby, isn't it? Man, that dickhead right there. But, yeah, she's just like, okay, okay, we've been doing this for 11 and a half minutes. Fucking shit. My God, I have to shit. I, I ate Chipotle earlier. I have to shit. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that Toby? Yep. Toby, oh my God, guys. That's Toby and Zaslav behind them. Wow, Jacob, you found a gem of a fucking video right here. That's not good. They're sitting next to each other. That is Zaslav right there, and that's Toby right next to him. Uh-oh. Are they besties? That's no good. Oh, shit. That's pretty interesting right there. Uh-huh. Huh? It's a little scary. We want Toby to leave, but it's uh, he's sitting next to Zaslav. They're smiling at each other. Oh, boy. Ah, nice find there, Jacob. Nice find. <laughs> whoops. Yeah, look what you found. There. No, no, don't say whoops, Jacob. That's actually an interesting find right there. I'm going to have to retweet it, though. What do you expect to see from Black Adam and how is how it's going to connect to the current DCU? It's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. We, we kind of, I mean, Justice uh, Society, some of us, I mean, I was, at first when I thought it was, when it was going to be them, I thought it was going to be like in the past, but obviously it's not. But then again, Dr. Fate, you can tell that Dr. Fate obviously has been around for a bit, you know, and just kind of hung up the, uh, the cape and the helmet. So it's going to be interesting how it does tie into some of the DCU. I don't know how it plans onto it. I think right now it's trying to just very much be its own thing. But I don't know how much, uh, if there's going to be a mention, maybe Dr. Fate or somebody mentions like, you know, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, or The Flash. I don't know. That'd be, or Superman too, you know, Batman. I don't know uh, if there's going to be little Easter eggs about that. It'd be sweet. 
Mike Soups Kenobi. Hey, Dave, if you could make just one change to the Snyderverse, what would it be and why? For me, it would be Enchantress not being the main villain of Suicide Squad. I actually am right there with you. I didn't really like Enchantress being the, the, the main villain, even though she was not the, you know, she was only one of the villains. I would say Amanda Waller was one of the villains, too, which I thought that was rare. Yeah, I, I think... I was never really like the biggest fan of Enchantress being that, but at the same time, I'm sure it's a lot better in David Ayer's cut. Um, you know, when it comes to Snyderverse, anything else that needed to be changed, I don't really, not really much else that I have, you know, that I would actually change. So kind of right there with you. Rob. Spec, Specumen, I don't know. I don't get um, Someone shot and killed Batman. I could believe a man would dress like a bat and fight crime. I cannot believe he would be shot dead. Someone got a good shot off. Usually, I know, usually guys are bad shots in Gotham City. Carrie. All right, Dave. For Batman, we know you like the chin, the fat bat logo, and the shorter ears on the cow, I think. What is your favorite utility belt style? I like the pouches, just like uh, Mr. McClellan right here. We've talked about it on Batman the Fanimated Stream. Um, I'm a fan of the pouch, the pouches, just something a little, there's just something, uh, it just seems more like a utility belt. I mean, sometimes when it's like the flat, like utility belt with the compartments, it almost seems like, can anything really fit in there? You know, when you have the pouches, it seems like he's, he could fit a lot of shit like all in there. So I do like the pouches. Andrew Casali, you know, Gotham, uh, Knights, Intrigued me at first till I heard the words Batman's dead. I hate that DC and TV is either making him old, killing him, or leaves Gotham treat Batman with respect. God damn. Well, I mean, that's a whole part of Gotham Knights, right? I mean, the video game's like that, too. I mean, the story's, yeah, supposed to be, uh, but yeah. But who knows if he's actually dead? But yeah, they always, it's like it's like they, they, they know that, I mean, obviously Warner Brothers knows that Batman's like the hot commodity, obviously. So they're always trying to tie as much shit to it as possible. So, yeah, damn, that trailer's bad. It makes uh, makes me want to like Morbius, and I didn't like that movie either. But damn, this trailer looked horrible. Uh, Ryan says, "Which <laughs> guess which trailer I just watched? I'm guessing it's the Gotham Knights one. Port! Can you imagine being such a piece of low-life trash to threaten a person with death and spew racist hatred directly at them for an uh, acting performance of a fictional character or for any reason at all? We know these cowards wouldn't do it to her face. That's for sure. Exactly. Exactly. They're hiding behind their keyboards. That's exactly what people like that do. It's just what it is. You know? It's just what it is. It's sad. But luckily, there's a lot of things where we can actually block that stuff and blah, whatever the fuck. And then just look at the positive. I just always beg people, look at all the positivity that you get. You know, you have these assholes over here, small, this big. People are praising you. People are praising the show. People are doing this. It's like, why amplify such the negative stuff that you can't fucking, it's not going to help anything. It's not going to do anything. If anything, it's going to make it worse to me. I think it's going to make it worse because you shine the light on it and they're like, oh, yeah, look what we did. Ha ha. So I'm going to do it more. Just say some just, you know, more crazy shit. It's the way I'm just kind of looking at it. But nobody listens to me. Nobody does. So. All right, guys. 
Let's go ahead and wrap up today's show. Appreciate you guys spending some time with me as per usual. Uh-oh. Did I freeze? Oh, are we good? Yeah. It's all frozen up. Are we good? Uh-oh. There we go. Are we good? Oh, man. It's like freezing up a little bit. So, okay, we're good. Anyways, guys, smash that like thumbs up before, I don't know, my feed cuts out. I don't know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. If you want to become a member, hit the join button. Want to join the Patreon? It's also down there along with all the other stuff, the sock meds, everything. It's all provided down there. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right, talk to you later. Mm -hmm.